I know that you know how important your seat is as a rider and how developing your seat really and truly leads to developing the overall conversation between you and your horse. And one of the first ways you can start to do this is by understanding the difference between following and allowing with your seat and beginning to practice both. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and this is the Daily Strides Podcast, the podcast for equestrians like yourself all over the world, helping you to, well, get a little clearer on what you should be doing in the saddle in order to have better results between you and your horse. So each and every week we take a different topic to do with horse riding and we break it down into smaller, easier to understand and digest pieces that you can then take into the arena with you or on the trail don't necessarily have to be in the arena but you can start working on because I find sometimes it can get a little a overwhelming knowing all these things you have to work on and not being able to really choose the important ones and b it can also get a little bit boring sometimes because we run out of ideas on what to work on and how to work on it in order to improve the conversation I tell you now the boredom and the lack of can we say fun is one of the quickest ways for people to stop riding or at least to stop making riding a big priority in their life which of course leads to them doing less and less of it now i am having a webinar and i would love for you to join me the webinar is happening next week next tuesday you can find out more over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash webinar it's absolutely free and i'd love for you to join me and it is happening next tuesday 16th of october 2018 so you can pop over over there and you can sign up and yeah we can do it together but let's go back to today and talking about following and allowing in your riding so one of the first things that has to be said when we're talking about this and talking about our seat is that you need to stop forcing you need to let go of this idea that you're going to push and shove your horse around using your seat okay when you begin pushing and you begin shoving with your seat, your horse is going to begin hollowing and ducking out of the way of your seat because, well, it's uncomfortable for him, okay? So stop forcing, stop pushing, stop shoving. Now, a lot of riders say, but I don't. Mm, but you do. If you're finding at all that you're trying to dictate the horse or dictate to the horse um, by like moving things along more and it's like this downward kind of forward dig motion that is a shove or a dig the other place where i see this happening a lot is in lateral work the rider is so keen to go forwards yet sideways that they shove the horse across the arena shove shove and of course all the horse really wants to do is balance and the horse is going to try and remain balanced keep the two of you upright at all costs and um, it ends up first of all losing generally the relaxation because well they become a little tense when they're being when when there's a hole trying to be created in their back but um, also they lose the rhythm because they're no longer moving at ease and at flow with how they would naturally be going so the rhythm is lost as well okay so don't force now what's the opposite of forcing well in this case it's allowing yourself to be led a little bit and that sounds a little strange but it's true okay so what I do when I get riders in the saddle either riders who've been away from riding a long time and they're they're back riding or riders who are new to the sport I will get them to sit in the saddle and allow the horse to move them, okay? So here we're not actually asking for them to move the horse. We are going to allow the horse to move them. And what this takes is a certain amount of, obviously, relaxation through the rider's body. And it also takes a certain amount of self-carriage. 
So you have to have developed a certain amount of strength and you you already have this because you hold yourself upright each day as you walk around, okay? So this is not something that you need to now go and do fancy stuff to get. You already can do this, but it's a matter of activating it when in the saddle because the problem is riders who get into the saddle and they see themselves as sitting down. I'm sitting in the saddle. Well, they do just that. They tend to just collapse through the body. I want you to rather think of it almost being like standing in the saddle. Even though you're not standing, yes, your bum's in definite contact with the saddle and there's weight there you want to carry your upper body like you were standing okay so carrying your upper body will then free up your lower body to be led if you want by the horse okay that is following following is just allowing the horse to move you in the saddle as you walk around now what I'm going to suggest is once you can kind of get this and and sometimes it's difficult because it comes back to what we think and we think we have to do a whole lot can't be this simple we have to do stuff no you don't have to do stuff all the time okay just allow it to happen and then once you can do this I want you to start then noticing how it feels so you know timing is a lot in riding it it makes up a big part of the conversation and whether the horse is going to clearly be able to well follow along with you or not okay basically if you're giving the horse enough of a enough time to respond to whatever you've asked or maybe you're asking at the wrong time and the horse then can't respond and his legs get into a bit of a muddle and the rhythm breaks okay so that's where you'll see that happening but getting to kind of no timing comes down to knowing what's happening underneath you and knowing what's happening underneath you starts with just allowing yourself to notice how it feels underneath you notice how each leg is moving and I would say start in walk work in trot and you can also do this in canter as well depending on where you are in your riding but just noticing what is happening noticing how it feels and if you're a little bit okay I don't know which foot is going where what you what I would suggest doing is looking at the front legs and then obviously sitting down with a book or something and figuring out what is happening with the back legs as that's happening with the front legs so in other words learning the sequence of your horse's footfalls all horses move the same way okay so the trot is going to be a certain sequence the walk will be a certain sequence the canter will be a certain sequence and if you know what is happening or what that front foot is doing at any given time well if you know the sequence you will also know where the back foot is at that time as well okay and that will get you used to doing that why am I focusing so much on the back well think of it your horse's engine is in the back you are wanting to really and truly when you're making or asking a question you're wanting your horse to respond back first okay that he's responding from behind and whether that be that he's going to move more forward he's going to go more forward or whether it be a transition maybe a downward transition or even just a half halt it has to come from behind first okay so you want to start really getting to know what's happening underneath you and what's happening in the behind section of your horse's body so you can ask at the right time okay so notice how it feels and then I want you to once you kind of got that sorted now we can begin to start noticing how we can actually influence our horse using our seat so again I said how carrying yourself is so important okay now influencing is the allowing part so I said following and allowing okay allowing is the influencing allowing is you are now beginning to basically influence okay we'll use that word that's the word we're going with influence how much energy is flowing at any given time and where that energy is flowing to 
that is allowing, okay? You can decide to either shut that down a little bit or you can decide to allow more to go through. You could decide to maybe begin to ask for a little bit more bend or more flexion. You can ask a lot of things with your seat and it all comes down to allowing. So starting to play with that just I would maybe suggest in the walk or in the trot first just playing with the seat and playing with how the horse responds on it now is your seat on its own is it a completely isolated aid no of course not you have the whole balance of aids and what you might have to maybe do initially is the other aids will have to be stronger initially to get your horse to actually listen a little bit but then as your horse begins listening and as you begin to refine your seat which can only be done if you really focus on it as you begin to refine your seat your horse can listen for more of those subtle questions that you're asking or those subtle kind of answers that you're giving your horse when he asks you a question and then from there you get this better conversation happening okay so what could you influence well I mentioned there half halt that's where I would suggest you start and you can there's a whole free training on half halt over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash halt you can get that there um it's absolutely free and it, it will go into the half halt in more detail that you could start working on this but noticing this then and beginning to work on it with your horse is how you can start to allow it with your horse now the opposite of allowing is going to be blocking and very often this is where riders get confused they begin to block their horse and they do so in a way that they think they're allowing so let's talk about the half halt again the half halt is this split second it's a it's really and truly it's you can have a lot of them together but that's a lot of split seconds together with breaks in between okay and breaks as in not applying the brakes, I mean that there is a break of applying the aid. So you're, you're, the aid is active, you disengage it. You engage it, you disengage it. You engage it, you disengage it, okay? And it's like all the time, just this constant whoop, release, whoop, release, whoop, release, whoop, release, okay? It, it, that is how you will then begin to work with this. What happens with riders when they stop allowing and they begin blocking is the aid becomes a constant it becomes this the engagement of it becomes a constant it becomes a whoa and they really dig in dig down maybe get heavy through the seat now of course when we're asking our horses to do anything what we want is that they are going to really and truly engage their core and by engaging their core it's like they lift through their back okay they're going to lighten that's what we want isn't it lightness of course it is and they lighten through it if we're being really heavy on that by doing this blocking motion using our seat well we're not giving the horse a whole lot of room to lighten in fact we're shutting the whole thing down we are blocking it bump and not only that the other kind of side effect of blocking is that the energy can no longer move forward and once you don't have forwardness everything else is going to fall apart you have to have forwardness you have to have again we spoke a couple of weeks ago about this container of the horse and the rider there has to be energy in that container it has to be filled in order for the horse to go anywhere okay you and your horse so you need to not block that energy so what do I suggest doing? Well, start back at the beginning. Like I said, allow yourself to be led. Understand following without digging, without doing anything else. Understand that part and parcel of all this is that you're taking responsibility for how you're sitting in the saddle. And that becomes down to almost thinking of it more as being a standing using your upper body. Your upper body, you're carrying yourself there in the saddle and your horse then is allowing, or you're allowing your horse to then move underneath you. And then later, as you've got that piece kind of settled in and, and you really understand it, that's where you can start refining it. That's where you can start 
testing if you want, experimenting on how you can start using your seat to influence your horse and influence what your horse is doing. Okay, I hope this all makes sense. Once again, we are having that webinar. It's a free webinar and um, I would love for you to join me. You can find out more all over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash webinar. And if you do want more about the half halt, you can pick up your free training over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash halt. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. Have a great week. Keep well. And I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.